one because one of the most common things that I hear people saying is the fact that at the end of summer they didn't do whatever it was that they wanted to do. Now, whether that is going on some sort of adventure, some sort of trip, car camp, whatever, the fact is is that most people when I talk with them, they're they're like, I wish I would have done X, Y, and Z. And this happens all the time, super frequently. And so if this is you, if you're finding yourself someone that is having a hard time managing your adventures, you're not going on enough adventures, you feel like there's more left over, you feel like especially by the time summer is done and you're into fall right now, you feel as though you've really missed out on a lot of the things that you wanted to do when you first maybe made a goal list or something like that at the start of the year, then this is this live is going to be for you especially. It was the summer of 2020 or 2018, and I was doing a lot of jujitsu. So I was doing a lot of this, this martial art, which was a lot of it was indoors, and it was just in the city that I was living in. And I was not in any way, shape, or form prioritizing adventure or getting outside in any way, shape, or form. And I had a couple years of this. Basically, when I started jujitsu in 2016 up until 2018, I really just I didn't do anything outside really when it came into the summer because I was like, oh, there's travel time, there's this and that, it's taking away. And on top of that, I was also I was going to like the bar a lot. I was going to weddings. I was flying back to my home state of Wisconsin. I was doing all this stuff. And in 2018, I ended up taking this trip to Diamond Peak in Oregon or the Pacific Northwest. And when I went on that trip, it was great. It was probably like when I got back, I went with a buddy. I took him. We climbed this peak. We got back. And when I got back, I had realized, oh my gosh, that was the most fun I've had in the last three summers. And so after realizing that, I thought I need to change some stuff up here because I am totally prioritizing the wrong things, especially when it gets into real nice weather for for doing outdoor activities and things like that. They always say pain is your biggest motivator, right? And so... (laughs) I was really, I was really extremely irritated that by the time I got done with that summer, there was just no more time left to do any kind of peak bagging or anything else. When I finally discovered that, oh my gosh, I'm spending way too much time doing X, Y, and Z instead of prioritizing the outdoors. So finally that, that winter rolled around and what I ended up doing was getting a book on the Pacific Crest Trail. And I was really interested in possibly doing a section hike of it because it passes through my home state currently of Oregon. And after getting that, I ended up planning and ended up going on a couple different section hikes in 19. After those section hikes, uh, it, we, we rolled into the winter of 2019 into 2020. And that was when I first got the confidence to go and do the John Muir trail. And that's where I I got the first idea to end up to do that. So I made up all these goals at the end of 2019. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do the JMT. But before that, I'm going to do some section hikes or some shakedown hikes rather. 
in order to build up to the John Muir Trail. And then I'm eventually going to do that. And then after the JMT, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. So that's kind of how my planning has went from 2020 until currently. And so right now is like the time that I would start brainstorming some things. So we call it the shoulder season, right? So the shoulder season is kind of where I'm looking outside right now. It's raining. It's too cold where you don't really want to do a hike. It's raining. There's no views. You can't go climb because everything's wet. The rock's wet, but there's not snow because there's not, it's not cold, that cold enough to ski. And so you're, you're kind of at this like weird area of no man's land of whatever to do. So you're at this no man's land of, of what to do. And that is to me, the perfect time for someone to start planning whatever it is they want to do as a goal for the next year. So right now it is November. So we have a couple months left to the end of 22. And I've already created this list, this brainstorm list of things that I want to do in 2023. Now, this is something that I would recommend people to do. But with the caveat that your goals are going to most likely, they're going to end up switching between now and when you actually, maybe even in the spring, you're going to have a lot more, have different experiences. You're going to get inspired by different people. You're going to meet different people. And so your goals can change, but overall the core of those goals that you create are going to be there and are going to be there for you when you get into 2023. Now, how does this actually help by putting your goals down and by having these goals, and usually with with some of these goals, like the John Muir Trail, you had to have a permit. So I would go to the calendar. Okay, what days could I get this off? I would go into that. What I would do some research. What are the best days or best times of the year to go and do the John Muir Trail? And so I would look at that. I would look at my calendar, and then I would block it out on my calendar. Or I would have these shakedown hikes that I wanted to do. Or I would have, as in 2023 now, I have these dates in my head of when I want to do the Grand Teton or all these other different peak bagging adventures. I have went in there and I have blocked that out on my calendar. And this is probably the single most powerful thing that you can do if you want to get on more adventures. And here's why. Because when you commit to dates, and we all know that a lot of times there's really only three to four good months out of the year where you can do a back a really good backpacking trip or a specific trail or a specific peak right unless you're extremely hardcore i get it there's probably some people watching oh my god well you could well yeah you could but like is it going to be that enjoyable so what i'm saying is like enjoyable there's really only 3 to 4 months to do that and by putting it on the calendar by blocking out these dates ahead of time that's the key ahead of time so six months ahead of times, nine months ahead of time, by putting them on the calendar, when that date comes, you are then able to know that's what you're doing on that date. So when you get an invitation to, from your friend that it's their baby's birthday party, you already know that you are going on this trip from this and that, and you can tell them, Hey, I've had this trip blocked out for this, for these dates. And so I can't go now. 
people are probably like, well, that's pretty harsh. You should be able, you should be going to friends, birthdays, weddings, and things like that. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I (laughs) haven't been invited to, I still get invited occasionally, but I haven't been invited to weddings or birthdays for a while. And that's because people know that during the summer, I prioritize myself and my adventures because again, there's only so many good days to have. So that's what kind of brings up some of the challenges. I'm going to go over some of the challenges of of doing this. So one is you are going to get a ton of questions from people, right? So, and you're going to get, the first question is going to be, if you're able to do this correctly, if you're able to prioritize adventure and you're doing that. So let me back up a second. What my summer looks like right now, actually, let me look at this. I'll show you if you're on video right now, because I'm going to turn this into a podcast right here is my 2020 goals list. (laughs) You have creative on the one side and you have physical on the other side. And this is what happens when you're able to do this. I created this at the start of this year. And these are the goals that I put down run hundred miles, complete the four by four by 48 challenge, learn how to repel, climb hood Shasta summit, or Rainier, Baker, Adams, Thielson, all of the all of the ones crossed off are the things that I've done. Bailey, run the Timberline Trail in a day, complete the High River High Route. Then obviously there's some things in here that I didn't get to, but the simple fact of just putting them on something and looking at that thing every single day is very powerful. And being able to go through there and just check it right off, awesome. But what you're going to get a lot is you're going to get people saying. How are you, how, how do you, how do you go and how are you all, do you work? Sorry, it took me a while to figure out that question. Do you work at all? Do you, do you have a job? And my basic response is, yeah, I have a job. I, but I'm prioritizing myself through these, um, on every single weekend. Like I am not going to waste a single weekend on doing something I don't want to do or that isn't related back to my goals. So you kind of have to have this savage mentality of I'm going to do this for me. There's only so many days that I can do this out of the year and I already have it blocked off. And again, you know that you're going to be doing this right when you have people that are telling you that are asking you if you have a job. Or how are you able to do this every single weekend? And so that might actually make you feel a little bit guilty. But it's actually a really good sign that you are now prioritizing yourself and you're prioritizing your adventures the correct way. So that's the first thing we want to look for. (laughs) I touched on it a little bit before. And I'm sorry on YouTube. I don't know what's going on with my webcam. I got to figure out like a good solution to that. But the other thing is, is that you aren't going to get invited to weddings (laughs) or like birthday parties or things like that. Eventually, like you still will. People will probably still do it just to be courteous, but those invitations are going to go down. I know somebody in my circle that he has came out and he went in the, I I took him on a, a guided trip last year, just with him and my brother and stuff. He's a good college friend and he had a blast. He said he was looking forward to it all year. He loved it. He was already trying to plan another one then after we got done. And so I threw him out some dates that my brother and his buddy were going to be able to go. And then that I was going to be able to take them 
And he at first was, was saying yes, but then ended up having to be in this wedding that was a destination wedding in Mexico. So he totally missed out on this thing. So now he has to wait another year. So it's those things that where are your priorities? Where are your priorities lying? Are they in a one day wedding? And again, you might, maybe you're even in the wedding, right? So that can be a little bit tough, but (laughs) I don't know how to navigate that one. But just being simply invited to a wedding, it's like not the end of the world to say no. Like you have to be able to prioritize yourself if you want to get, if you want to look back on your summer and be extremely satisfied with what you did. I had another buddy that, was telling me he's went to eight or nine weddings this year. And it it's like, okay, if you go to eight or nine weddings in a whole summer and each one of those is a weekend and there's three, four good months of weather to do stuff, that's two months gone right there. So what are you prioritizing? Now, the other challenge though that you'll run into is that you're going to have info everywhere. And so what that looks like is you will have info like I had on my my sheet right here, like I have it here. But the problem with that is that you're it's constantly kind of changing. When you make plans nine months in advance, things start to, as a, as a core, it's there, but things might start to mold a little bit. So you have to cross off things and redo it and all that kind of stuff. So that's one kind of issue. The other thing was I have notes on my Google Drive. I have them on my notes app on my phone. And so they're kind of like spread out everywhere. And so if you're spread out everywhere, you're really nowhere. So you need everything in just one little space. That's what's been the best for me. So what I ended up actually creating is a little template for people on an app called Notion. And Notion is an awesome, like I use Notion now for everything, for content, for my ideas, for planning outdoor trips and all this type of stuff. And so that was kind of the thing that was missing is I never had anything in like an aesthetically pleasing looking format, number one. And number two, I never had everything in one place. And so I created this template and it's freaking sweet. And here's what it, it kind of has, has on it. So it's everything in one place. So you have, uh, basically you have a database with your goal. You have Okay, I'm going to do the Wind River High Route here. And then you have a date. And it, this is all in a table. You have a, the, the goal. You have the date. You have, does it have a permit? Yes or no? Okay, if, if it does, here's the link to the permit. Who's the partner that you're going with? Is it completed? You have all this stuff in one database. Now, after that, you can actually go into that Wind River High Route. You click it. And you go into it. And it'll bring up this database of different packing lists you might want an itinerary. So day one, day two, day three, all of this on one page, your flight info, permit info, dates, partners, travel time, weather. And so everything is all in one place because what I would typically end up doing is I would have these goals, but then I would have like a separate thing in my Google drive where I would be creating, okay, here is what I, here's the beta on this, on this route. Here's all the information I found. And then I would have another page of, okay, here's, here's the dates I want to go. Here's who I got to contact. Here's my flight info. And all this was on all this different stuff with this template. It's all in one place. So you don't have to go tracking it down and forgetting about it and things like that. So I just wanted to bring that up because again, if you are somebody that 
is at the end of the summer, you are just not satisfied with what, where you spent your time. We have to create goals around what it is that we want to accomplish because I always bring up the analogy of somebody, uh, an NFL quarterback, Tom Brady. If Tom Brady does not have a wide receiver to throw the ball to, if he doesn't have anybody to aim at, where's the ball going to go? You don't really know. So that's the issue with not having goals. If you don't have anything to aim at, you are going to be then drug into, and maybe you enjoy some of these things too, right? Like I'm not saying you, for me, it's, it's kind of an all or nothing. I have an all or nothing mentality, but I'm not saying that you don't ever have to go to these ever again. I'm just saying that, are you just floating through your summers and your, your optimal time windows, or are you actually being thoughtful about where you want to spend your time and the amount of time you want to spend here versus here. Just, just have that as a thought. So that template is actually available in my Etsy store. If you want to, if you want to find that, which on TikTok, that's in the link in my bio or yeah, the link in my bio. If you go into my link tree, it's the first one. And then on YouTube, I have it as a link in the description. So something that I think would be super helpful for a lot of people. Uh, let's see if let's go into some Q and a. So Brooke says on TikTok recommendations on finding friends who enjoy adventures in PDX. Someone somehow can't find anyone reliable. <laughs> hey, what's up, Brooke? So yeah, actually. So there's a couple, couple things that I recommend. I think the ultimate way of meeting people and this has worked for me so many times is you have to get used to doing it solo, which you're probably like, well, that doesn't make any sense. How am I going to meet the, the fact of you going solo and doing something is you then meet other people doing that same activity. So let's say Brooke, you live in PDX, you go up and you do Tom, Dick and Harry mountain next weekend and you do it solo. You don't have anybody to go with, but it's great weather. So you want to go. And you're going up there and you meet this other gal up there that's coming down and she's, you really like her code or something. You guys strike up a conversation. It's through these meetings and these conversations and this rapport building, this relationship building that you end up meeting these people that you become lifelong friends with. And this, and it's the simple fact that you are meeting them in the same exact place or you're, you're meeting them doing the same exact activity that you want to do with them in the future. So in other words, you guys are, are you guys already know that you have a similar mindset just because both of you are going solo on a Saturday morning to Tom, Dick and Harry mountain. And so you're suffering up that 2,500 feet uh, foot of vert up to the top to see a really sweet view. So you already know that you have similar interests. That is like the number one thing that I have found to, to find friends. And that is, in fact, how I have met almost every single one of my best hiking partners. This year on Mount Hood, I didn't have anybody to go on in Summit Mount Hood on my second time with. And I took off work and I just said, screw it. I'm going to go there. Started at 1 a.m. I go up there by myself and I get up to the summit. And at the summit, I meet this outstanding guy from North Carolina or South Carolina that ended up being someone that broke the world burpee record at one point in 2016. And now um, we ended up down, we down climbed the Mount Hood. And now we are, we've gone on 
more adventures now after this, but now we're planning on going on my first out of, out of my first out. I've never had a passport. I've never, I just got a passport. Check that out right there. Never had a passport between talking with him and becoming friends with him. He travels all over the place. He wants to go to Kyrgyzstan next year to do some mountains in the Himalaya. Crazy. Right. And it's just because I went solo. I, I got to say that it was because my girlfriend helped me. Um, she convinced me to go that day as well, but I went solo. I met somebody doing an activity that I already love to do. And now I'm, uh, now he's an inspiration in my life. He also just set the world step up record in 10 hours. So you meet people like that. I've also met my two really good buddies that I did the wind river high route on when I was going solo around the timberline trail. I met them uh, at the place that I camped. And now basically every weekend in the summer when I'm going up into Washington, I have these buddies that live up there. So it's all these people that you meet when you're doing the similar activity. Okay. I think I, I beat that one into the, into the ground enough. But the other thing is, is you can definitely do Facebook groups and Facebook groups can be, <laughs> they have a proclivity to be hit or miss. You can post a question in there and people can really rib you for it. I mean, I don't know really what it is with Facebook groups, but they can really be really, people can really be mean on there. But I have met some good climbing partners off of that, that group. And so that, that's a way to do it. Especially if you're Brooke, if you're in the PDX area, Pacific, Pacific PMW hikers and climbers is great. And yeah, just, just generally specific local groups like that. Oh, what was the other one I was going to say? Oh, the other one you could do is literally just post a story on your Instagram. So I went to, I had to go, go, had to go to golden Colorado the other day for a speaking event. And one of the days I wasn't speaking, I was like, I'm going to go climb. So I posted on Instagram, anybody. And so a guy replied to me and we ended up going climbing. It was great. And so next time I go to Colorado, I'm going to hook up with him and we're going to go climb again. So Use social media. Social media is a definitely a really good tool for that. And, but I would say, yeah, the first thing is really just becoming comfortable with being solo and trying to meet people on the trail like that. Because, because if you think about it again, I, not to keep going on this, but I used to try to meet people or when I first moved to Oregon, I used to try to meet people at the bar, <laughs> girls at the bar, uh, dudes that I could partner with at whatever to do something climb with at the bar. Right. But the issue with that is that there, if you're meeting them there, especially in the summer on a, on a Friday night, on a Saturday night, the issue with that is that you are not really in the same, you and them are not really in the same boat as, as somebody that is getting an Alpine start on Saturday and is sleeping at, in their car at a trailhead right now, because that's what my life looks like in the summer now. But prior to that, it always looked like uh, going to the bar and trying to do this. But people that are prioritizing the bar are probably doing that for a reason. And if you meet them there, you already know what their interest is. And so trying to meet someone there and then taking them out to the outdoors, it, it might still work. But I still think meeting them in the environment you want to actually have a partner in is the best way to do it. Facebook, you, yeah. Facebook users are aggressive. 
Yes. Okay. Yeah. You, you bet Brooke. Thanks for the question on that. But yeah, it's extremely hard, especially when you move to a place that you've never been to before. Right. I mean, when I moved here in 2014 to PDX, south of PDX, I, mean, I didn't know anybody. And my girlfriend at the time, now ex-girlfriend, we would literally watch How I Met Your Mother, the, the TV program. We would watch How I Met Your Mother every night to pretend like we had friends. <laughs> I mean, it was that bad. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know anybody. I was 21 or something like that. So it was extremely hard and I didn't get that concept until I got older, honestly, because I would still do things solo, but I wasn't really looking for people to be friends with either. And, and in fact, actually the, the first person that I met as my, one of my friends that I still have as a friend is I met him in 2014 is when I was out at the archery range and I met him there. And so we've been friends this whole entire time, which has really been interesting. So meet people doing the activity that you're already doing. That's my best advice as if I didn't already hammer that in already. <laughs> okay, cool. So that wraps up the live. If again, check out that template in my link in bio, if you want to score that and check it out, got a video of what it looks like. And then if you want a, a repeat of this whole thing, YouTube live, subscribe on that or the peanut butter and mountains podcast, I'll be putting it on there as well. So thank you everybody. And let's go crush.